Welcome back to Degenerous Not Your Mom's Podcast. I am your host, Legina, and welcome back. Um, guys, I skipped a week last week and I also did not post anything about it because I was so freaking sick. It was insane. I have, I don't know, I feel like I have never been that sick for like so long. I mean, I've been sick. And I get sick like a day or two and then I'll recover. And I'll, even if I have like a sore throat or like coughing, I'll go to work, you know, I'll be sick like tops, I would say two days. This time around, I could not, I did not go to work starting Monday. I was so sick Tuesday. I couldn't do anything. I had to go to urgent care and I was like, barely could walk. I was so sick. Um, and it was just the flu. It was just the flu. It wasn't even COVID. It was the flu. And I don't know. The urgent care doctor did say like, it's been really bad. Like this time around, the flu is really bad. So please be careful. Stay warm. Take your vitamins. Um, that was horrible. And oh, oh, I went to work. So that was Monday and then Tuesday urgent care. And then Wednesday I stayed home. Thursday, I was like, I think I can go to work. Even if I'm a little sick, I think I can go to work. I went to work. I had to come back home. So yeah, I've never been that sick. guys. <laughs> so be careful. Um, And because of that, I fucked up the schedule with our guests that I was, we were going to talk about a bunch of things and that didn't happen because I was sick. So here I am um, solo this week. And hopefully I can reschedule with our guest and next week in the episode, I can talk about my future plans and what's going to happen moving forward and do a more um, substantial catch up. Today, let's just talk some shit, you know. (laughs) Also, sorry if my voice is still a little nasally, Um, still recovering. I feel better. I can work. I'm not dying anymore. (laughs) But yeah, that, that was a whole roller coaster, uh, ride. No, that's not a roller coaster. What is it? It was fucking a deep dive into sickness, but okay. Everyone grab your drinks. Let's still cheers. Um, I'm still going to go. I was like, I'm scared. I don't want to go too hard (laughs) yet. Um, I'm still doing my coffee and a little bit of liquor 43. So cheers, everyone. Cheers. Grab your wines, grab your cocktails, grab your beers, grab your coffees. If you don't drink, grab some water. Um, cheers. Also, like, I was so scared I couldn't make it to our holiday party. The, my restaurant had a holiday party, which is very early, by the way. It's like just became December, but anyways. <laughs> um, I was so scared of drinking because it was like, this weekend and I'm like oh god like I want to drink a lot but I can't because I haven't been drinking for a week and I was like sick and but I barely ate by the way oh my gosh I barely ate so my stomach was all messed up um like I felt like a baby I couldn't eat solid foods (laughs) it was horrible guys I was so hungry for a week and like I couldn't stomach like just solid foods right away either so like at the holiday party we had it at a bar so obviously we had like sliders and chicken tenders and I was like oh I want to eat more and I couldn't it was horrible 
don't get sick guys that's i hate being sick i fucking hate being sick i feel like so useless i couldn't do anything and it was the worst um enough about being sick (laughs) but yeah um has anybody been watching white lotus it's so freaking good guys so we did talk about white lotus season one a while back like last year probably when it was out I thought it was so good. So what I, I don't even know how to explain this series without giving too much away. So like I would say so White Lotus, it's season two right now. It's a social satire drama by Mike White, um, is the producer. And he kind of illustrates a lot of like the economic power dynamics or um about privilege money um racial privilege all of these things in a very funny satire dark comedy way um and each of these seasons are set in a make-believe resort chain called the white lotus so the first season was in hawaii and it was a white lotus in hawaii and it was I think the first season was more so showed a lot of power dynamics between the workers, the staff in the White Lotus Resort and how they live their life compared to how the very privileged, rich, white families. I think they were all white. Yes. Except for one of the families kids friends anyways um so yeah that power dynamic that type of like privilege and they showed a lot of the conflict between the resort staff and the families that came to stay at the white lotus and it was it was so great and it's always like a fucking all-star cast like every fucking cast member is like famous um you know like most of the faces and that was really fun it also showed the first season showed like a family dynamic because it was like a family came on vacation and it was a very like gen z kids with the parents and that big like generational gap of understanding of privilege and yeah anyways that was like awesome and also this series also depicts like a death in the beginning in the first episode that leads that that the whole you know season now leads up to that death that they'll show later reveal later and we don't know who the one that died is so it's kind of like a murder mystery at the same time because we're just like throughout watching the series we're just like oh my god it must be this person that died or it must be this person and anyways season two is out right now actually i we're just waiting for the last episode so it's like up there it's peak excitement right now as even as i talk about it um so this season is really funny because it's based in italy in sicily and now we have the dynamics well this season i think he focused mike white focused more on misogyny and the power dynamics between women and men more so than like of money also money is involved a little bit the power like money stuff is involved but it had a lot to do with um women and men this time and about like generational misogyny and how it's passed down 
Yeah, and it's just, and then he like slipped in another level of socioeconomic dynamic by um, having these two girls that are hookers, essentially hookers from Sicily that are trying to level up their life into something else like one of them wants to move to america and one of them wants to become a singer and shows how they're you know trying to manipulate people of power into getting what they want and it's just so so interesting there's one character that's absolutely amazing and she uh her name is daphne she's married to like this cheating very good looking husband they seemingly have a perfect life they're both beautiful they have beautiful children and they came on this vacation with their friends but of course their relationship is not what it seems also aubrey plaza is in it she's amazing and she is one of the friend the couple part of this these two couples that come Oh, I I really can't talk about this without like fucking giving away all this stuff. So I'm just gonna stop talking about it, guys. Give, swatch it. It's really interesting if you're like at all like interested in even like human psychology about all these like socioeconomic dynamics and human psychology and how people think and act and you know it's just like I love things like this because it it shows you and it really depicts how real people act in real life and you sometimes you watch it like even white lotus one you watch it and like oh my god human beings are fucking terrible and it's like yeah no no shit this is how it is in real life this is how people fucking act and <laughs> it's just great though and it's so it's so funny uh, dark humor and anyways next time maybe i'll have a guest that actually watched the series so we can actually talk about it and I'm going to be like spoilers and we'll just give everything away. Anyways, um, I saw something really funny (laughs) is about this guy named Ollie London. Okay. This man is you, you might've saw or heard about him. I remember like a few years, years back watching a video like you know, those weird Facebook videos that are like, oh my gosh, like weird love or, um, people like they just like make little videos of weird people in the world. And <laughs> this guy is a super white dude. I mean, London. I don't know if this is his real last name, London. And he's a British dude. And I think in 2018, he came out as transracial. So he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't want to be British. I don't want to be a white man. Um, and he spent like thousands and thousands of dollars or pounds, I should say, um, on surgery to turn himself into the Korean idol Jimin from BTS. So he wanted to look like this member of BTS called Jimin. And he literally, you can see um, interviews of him being like, now I look identical. And I'm like, no, you don't. (laughs) But yeah, and he had like all the blonde hair, the whole thing. And he dressed like him, all this stuff. So anyways, he was like, yes, now I am Jimin. And he changed his freaking pronouns to, which makes no sense to me. Okay. He did. He changed his pronouns to core Ian. What does that even mean? And then Jimin. What is that? Like, 
you can't call you have to call him G or mean. Um, I don't know what that means. But anyways, and then in mid 2022, he said now he is non-binary. He is a Korean woman and he wants to be called they them. And now his name is Rose London. <laughs> and then he wanted to be the fifth member of Blackpink. And so then he did all this surgery to look like a girl now, uh, uh, to look like a Korean woman, not even just any girl. Um, and then now, now it doesn't end, guys. Now, November 2022, he chopped off all his hair and he has rejected his trans identity. And now he is like, oh, he rejected his trans identity to follow Jesus. So now he's back to being a white man. And it's so weird. I saw, I watched, I watched an interview and he's like, it's like God made him the way that he is. And he's trying to find happiness now. And he's like, go to the Catholic church. Like young people are all lost and they think it's normal to have a sex change. It is not normal. I'm like, what? literally people were talking about you like that since 2018 since you decided to become a korean man and then changed to becoming a korean woman and then now he's just he just switched his whole fucking brain and it's crazy because he speaks like he, that never happened to him or i don't know he's just like it's wrong for young people to be like that you cannot switch your sex you cannot switch your like you should be happy with what god gave you i'm like bro what happened and i'm like very curious to like what made him keep switching like this you know like as he is saying, like a lot of young people are confused about their identity and all of that. Like what made him realize suddenly that's weird? You know, I don't get it. And I don't know, this should be like some case study, like someone, I hope he gets therapy or I don't even think therapy is going to help at this point. I don't even know. He switched his personality so many times. Um, but no, I just thought that was like super interesting and weird. And I would like to meet this person one day. I wonder if he still lives in Korea or Japan. I think he lived in Japan at one point. Actually, he probably, he probably moved back to London now. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's very interesting to me. <laughs> I do agree. A lot of young people are lost and, um, I don't know. Like, I don't think you can just identify as a different race. Um, yeah, so that's that. I mean, which, um, reminds me of being, speaking of being confused, um, uh, maybe like a month ago, I was at a bar and we ran across this weird lady and she was being like, overly overly friendly with girls and she was like ah and like very very touchy um she started sitting with us i don't know what we were all drunk and it was like a weird group of all these mixed bartenders from different um bars or re and restaurants around the area 
and so I guess that's why we were like it's not weird that a lot of people were mixed and like I didn't know half the people at the table but this girl was sitting next to me and she was just like being so giggly and like oh my god you're so cute oh and I was like oh god I don't like it when people do that because it's like okay if if I intended to dress cute and came out like feeling good about myself um, and someone's like, oh, my God, you're so cute today. You dress very well or I like your whatever outfit. I would be like, oh, my God, thank you. But most of the time when I'm out in that neighborhood, it's after work and I'm just wearing my work clothes or I'm just wearing like black pants and like a T-shirt. I don't know. So it, it very much felt like she was just saying it to say it. Not really because she thought I was super cute or anything. Um, but I was just like, ah, um, and then like she I, I remember that she did kiss me at one point and everyone was like, what is happening? Like, what? what is this and I was a little weirded out because it nothing led up to that you know if it was like we were like flirting and being like oh my god you're so cute and then we like kissed or something or made out or it was like a little more natural that would have made sense also my boyfriend was there everyone so you know it wasn't like super crazy like making out session it was she was just like pecking me on the lips or something and I was just like what why is this happening and then the story took a turn and this girl was like oh my god so like you see that guy over there and there's this like fucking creepy guy i mean granted he wasn't like bad looking or anything he was like a good looking dude i think creepy guy standing at the bar looking at us and i was like oh now i get why this was happening so this is like i personally experienced this a few times where a girl is manipulated by the boyfriend being like, I want to see you make out with another girl. I want you to bring someone home. I want you to get this girl. Because, again, girls trust girls much more. So it is much easier for a girl to hit on a girl and be like, this is my boyfriend. Do you want to have a threesome? Or, you know, do that rather than a guy going on in the first. Okay, I'm going to say men are kind of bad at picking up girls in the first place but when a guy has a girlfriend and tries to pick up a girl it's even weirder because the girls are like oh my god what's happening like this guy is with his girlfriend and he's hitting on me like this is weird so unless they're like super clear from the get-go like we're looking for a third for a threesome which like no one really i don't think says out loud and you know so it's just like a weird dynamic where I think this girl was being manipulated into being like you're better at this you're pretty girls like you so go and get a girl for us go and go and he's just like standing creepy like a creepy motherfucker in the bar just looking watching his girlfriend and it was so funny because this girl was like oh he's my stalker i don't know who he is so they had a whole bit going on right and it was like so weird and everyone was like freaking out because it was so weird and now that i think about it i don't think it was even her boyfriend i think it was just someone that she's fucking and that's what was happening like this guy was like go go get some other girl to sleep with me and the la- the other time this happened okay unfortunately i have been in that situation where my partner has made me like bring girls over to the table or whatever it is and me wanting to please my partner like 
I would be more touchy and more like, ooh, to the girl, like this girl. And so, and I felt bad because I think if she enjoys that, go for it. I think a lot of the time it happens when the girl wants to please the guy and they don't actually really want it because that's how it felt a little forced, you know? If it wasn't forced, I think she would have took more time to actually get to know me or actually pick someone that she wanted to fuck to or she wanted to. Like, it, it was weird. It was, like, really forced and that guy was just creepy watching. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, the one other time this happened, I already told this story um, in a former episode, but the other time that happened was she did play this girl did play the long game because I met her like twice and and the boyfriend wasn't even with us he was at home so this was a whole weird situation where this guy withheld sex from the girl until she brought someone home a girl so that was like all super fucked up because she was kind of like let's have another drink at home let's go let's go like and I went with my partner at that time to her house and this guy was just waiting again creepily waiting with all these fucking sex toys and he was like so excited I think he thought that the girl probably like thoroughly explained what was happening and for me and my boyfriend at the time we were like uh no we didn't think this was happening we thought she was like making out with me so I don't know what we thought actually but like that was fucking weird and this guy was like oh yeah I told her she can't come home or I won't have sex with her unless she brings another girl home and I'm like okay that seems abusive and that's weird withholding sex um yeah and yeah and it's funny because this girl I still follow her to this day now she is happily I think she's married and she even has a kid um but this girl like told has told me later on that yeah I was she was in a very bad place and this boyfriend had like abused her like not physically but it it was like manipulation and she was not at a place where she was confident with herself and that relationship broke her down even more and now she is in a healthy good relationship and which I'm I'm really happy for and I have a few people that I know that were in really bad manipulative relationships and now they are in a better place and more confident and it's crazy because you can see that even if I don't talk to them they're not really my friends I could just even see that in the pictures they post on Instagram and I'm like proud. It's a, it's a weird connection because I'm like, I look at them and they probably look at me too, like my Instagram too, and feel maybe hopefully feel that way where it's like, God, I met this girl when I was in a bad place or when she was in a bad place and was being manipulated by a partner. And it's, it's crazy because everyone around you sees that except for you when you're actually in that position and sometimes you even see it but you can't get out of it so you know cheers cheers to everyone that got out of a bad relationship and this is not just girls this is um guys too because a lot of guys are manipulated in relationships also and yeah i'm happy for everyone that got out of that and find 
found either a better relationship or even just a better place within themselves to have more confidence and have more fun in life. And everyone deserves that. Like you should be having fun, whether it's sexually or not, um, because you want to, not because someone is forcing you or not because you want to please someone else for that. So that's the end of my rant. <laughs> I just remembered that weird girl. I saw her on my Instagram a few days ago and I was like, who is this girl? Oh shit, the girl with the creepy guy watching us and she tried to like kiss me. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, guys, thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Degenerates Not Your Mom's podcast. Uh, next week, most definitely i will have our guest and we will do a huge thorough catch-up of my life and as usual please contact me with fun stories questions dating advice just shit you want me to talk about um we are at degenerates and ymp everywhere as usual uh, I always say this every week. I will post more. I will keep in touch with you guys more. And I really will. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much again. Everyone, as usual, get laid, get drunk, get high. <laughs> Have a good week, guys. Bye.